Welcome to the Heartbreak to Happiness Show with Sara Davison. If you're struggling with a breakup and you feel shocked, angry, betrayed, devastated, or sad and alone, then this podcast is for you. Best-selling author and award-winning host Sara Davison shares how you too can get on with your life to heal, grow, and move from heartbreak to happiness. Here's your host, Sara Davison. Welcome back to the show. And today, my guest is Gloria Else. Gloria is an acupuncturist and herbalist who's been practicing for over 25 years. She's got a busy general practice in North London, treating all kinds of physical, mental and emotional issues. For Gloria, Chinese medicine offers a holistic approach to health and well-being and tackling mind and body to promote inner and outer balance. So I am super excited to welcome Gloria else to the show. Welcome, Gloria. Hi, Sarah. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to have you. I have known you for many, many years. Um, you actually were present at the birth of my son, helping me with acupuncture. And you worked miracles with my mum when she was very ill. And I will forever be grateful, as will my entire family, for your amazing work. And so I am very excited to share what you do with my listeners, because I also know that a lot of what you do will help them going through their heartbreak, their separation, and, and moving on after a divorce. So please tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Um, well, I'm an acupuncturist and herbalist. I um, was first inspired to study acupuncture by the barefoot doctor, Stephen Russell, many, many years ago, um, when I, um, I had a problem with my arm. I had gone from one specialist to another and they basically couldn't, they were flummoxed. They didn't know what was wrong with it. It was basically stuck in a 90 degree position. My elbow was stuck and it, I couldn't straighten it. And um, for 15 years, I worked around with this <laughs> gammy arm because, you know, when I had cortisone injections into the joint, but none of that relieved it. And they basically said, well, we've done everything we can. You just have to live with it. And one day I woke up with my hand really painful and um, all the nails had gone purple. And I just thought, I have to do something about this. I can't just live with this problem. And a friend had kept uh, recommending acupuncture and Stephen Russell. At the time, the thought of needles <laughs> terrified me because of all those injections. But I thought, what have I got to lose? So I went to him and after three sessions, I could completely straighten the arm. The pain went away and, you know, the fingernails all came back to normal. And I was absolutely fascinated by it and just wondered, you know, what is this all about? And started, the more I read, the more I felt this is what I need to study and um yes so many years down the line I, I'm still enjoying it very much <laughs> and I'm fascinated by the results yes and yeah I mean Stephen Russell the Barefoot Doctor is a dear friend of mine sadly passed away pretty recently which has been very sad but he did inspire a lot of people you're right including me I was scared of needles and I remember going to him once and <laughs> I had a problem with my back 
And he said, just lie down. And I said, well, I'm scared of needles. How big are they? And he just went, huge, and it's going to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds pretty horrible probably for people listening, but it's just Stephen's sense of humour. He had a great <laughs> sense of humour. <laughs> yeah, but oh my goodness, he worked miracles. I mean, I could hardly get into his house. And then when I left, I was sort of prancing upstairs. So you really was, I know it's uh, incredible what it can do but the, the needles are actually really fine you know they are the they're solid and thin um almost widths of the a thread of hair whereas um I mean with uh, western medical uh needles they are thick and hollow because they have to inject medicine into the veins or withdraw blood so yeah acupuncture needles don't go into any veins or <laughs> or anything like that so they they're not as painful and when you do it it really you don't really even notice it so I think you know this you have a gift for this as did Stephen as well so so yes tell us a little bit about acupuncture then and, and how does it work well it's a method of supporting the body and the mind systems in their own healing processes you know, it originated in East Asia about 2,000, 3,000 years ago. And in modern practice, acupuncture forms a part of a rational, uh, personalized, evidence-based system of um, effective health care. And how it works is it involves, acupuncture involves the insertion of fine needles into specific points in the body to stimulate the body to heal itself. Traditional explanations of acupuncture um, involve the effect on improving the flow of qi or vital energy and on balancing yin and yang. And um, it's a paradigm of health and disease that maps very closely to the Western concept of homeostasis. Um, so by stimulating specific points in the body, um, with either moxibustion, which is applying heat to the points, or acupressure, or with the needles, um, you know, acupuncture practitioners are able to restore a healthy um, function, resolving the symptoms and even reversing disease. Um, and due to its popularity and success in the West, um, a great deal of attention has been put on explaining it from a Western physiological point of view. Basically, it's, um, we now know uh, that the qi flow corresponds to nerve transmission and um, connective tissue planes and metabolic components, you know, that are carried in the blood, such as oxygen and hormones and uh, neurotransmitters and nutrients. In terms of the physiology and biochemistry, acupuncture has been shown to stimulate these nerves and connective tissues and have a profound effect on the nervous system. And that includes regulating uh, key areas of the brain. You know, so by stimulating the nervous system, it instigates the body to produce its own natural chemicals involved in pain relief and in the reduction of inflammation, as well as releasing neurotransmitters that create that uh, feeling of relaxation and well-being. Um, and in terms of how acupuncture can help in the recovery of heartbreak, you know, we all remember that first heartbreak, that sense of feeling crushed, you know, where you can't breathe. You know, it's very specific um, in that it's it's a 
chemical reaction taking place in the in the brain you know and uh, you know the, the the saying time heals all we wounds has a lot of truth in it but it's not very useful or helpful in the moment regards to acupuncture the clinical studies that have been done have proven that the needles can help to release the feel good hormones like dopamine and serotonin and these are the same ones that are released when you fall in love when you're madly in love your system is flooded with these hormones you know very often um, one associates those strong emotions with the other person which can teach your body to then think that you need that person to feel that way you know but once these hormones are released with acupuncture it we subconsciously remind ourselves that it is possible to feel like that without your loved one, you know, so when you're going through that heartbreak. So That's really interesting. I didn't realize that was what was happening. You're linking that feeling to that person and that you could only yeah. feel that high sort of love, that giddy sort of that romance where you're sort of all gooey inside because it's just amazing feeling to be falling in love with someone. And then when mm. that's gone, you link it just to them. Exactly. You know, then uh, you go through all kinds of, um, you know, uh, emotions where you, you, you become obsessed about the other person, you know, because it's that part of the brain. There's been lots of studies done on the effect, you know, with MRI, uh, looking at the brain and how people who are going through heartbreak have how they respond when they think about their ex. You know, it sort of triggers certain parts of the brain that, um, you know, uh, that the feel good part, you know, the ones that release or all, all to do with pain relief as well, actually. I think with a, a lot of um, patients that come to me who have emotional aspects, I tend to work on helping to release the stuck emotions um, or the obsessiveness that they have. But each emotion um, is related to a specific organ. So, for instance, the spleen will be worry and anxiety um, and uh, kidneys will be fear and fright. Hate and impatience are related to the heart, anger, frustration to the liver and um, sadness and depression to the lungs. So whatever that person is going through, you will assess them. And by treating the organ, you basically settle the emotions. It's uh, quite interesting because each person is an individual and each person goes through different emotions. Your organs are linked to certain emotions then. So that I didn't realise that. So that means that, for example, if your, I don't know, you said about your spleen, if your spleen was off, then that would affect a certain set of emotions. Or if maybe you'd had too much to drink, then maybe your kidneys were working over uh, overdrive. Yeah, how does that affect your, your emotions then? Uh, you know, acupuncture and uh, Chinese uh, medicine uh, looks at the whole person. So the emotions will affect the physical being as well as the physical being will affect the emotions. So if the organs are out of balance, say, you know, especially when it comes to lifestyle issues, if they overeat, eat the wrong foods, or they drink too much alcohol, or they stay up all night partying, <laughs> it's, it's going to have a, an effect on the physical organs, which then affect the emotions in that way. 
So by treating those, so everybody's an individual, obviously, but then by focusing in those areas, you can say, right, if someone's saying I'm stressed or anxious, I think a lot of people listening will be anxious about the changes that are coming up, fear of the unknown of the future. So if someone came in and said, right, I'm suffering from all these things, how does a session Mm. run with you, Gloria? What does it look like for people that have never tried it before? Are you struggling to cope with your breakup or divorce? Are you feeling devastated, heartbroken, sad and anxious? If so, please know that you are not alone and there is help available. Sarah Davison, best known as the Divorce Coach, and her team of accredited coaches are here to offer you the support and guidance you need to navigate all areas of your breakup take back your control and start feeling happy again. Sarah will show you how to dial down those controlling negative emotions, unhook from your ex, get back in the driving seat of your life and design a future you are excited to live. Sarah has a range of solutions to support any breakup, including free guides, one-to-one coaching, her Heartbreak to Happiness virtual retreats, live retreats, and you can even train to be a breakup and divorce coach with Sarah too. Visit www.saradavison.com today and start to feel happy again. How does a session mm. run with you, Gloria? What does it look like for people that have never tried it before? Well, we take a full case history. We look at um, uh, their past medical history as well as what they're feeling um you know if they have any pain or um stress or emotional aspects Uh, so it's quite a detailed intake you know acupuncture can heal the physical pain and inflammation and stress as much as uh, it can balance the emotions and so so someone comes say you take a medical history and then what happens just so people can understand how an acupuncture session would run We'll uh, take their pulse and look at their tongue. And, um, you know, pulse taking in Chinese medicine is very different to Western medicine. In Western medicine, they just feel beats per minute, the heart rate. Uh, We feel for the heart rate, but we also feel what's going on in each organ in the body. And um, each uh, um, there's at least 28 different pulse qualities that all have a clinical significance. So if someone is full of anxiety and worry, then more often than not, you'll find that their spleen is out of balance. And, um, you know, there'll be many symptoms that will all correlate to that. that, that you know, they will have digestive issues. They'll have, um, you know, a low appetite. Uh, they'll they'll have many factors that will point to it um so that's just one aspect of it but you look at the whole picture and then you formulate a a a treatment plan and you know like i said you insert needles into certain points in the body which help to um redress that balance but um i also uh, prescribe herbal medicine in the cases of um uh, you know, when there are lifestyle issues that are affecting the organs and um, the herbs help to clear any um, uh, buildups of dampness, which is uh, uh, normally the case as phlegm that affects the spleen 
when spleen is out of balance because the spleen in Chinese medicine is involved in creating new blood. And when it's deficient, um, everything they eat will just turn to dampness and, and also they'll gain weight and, you know, affect the spleen in general. I mean, it's really interesting, isn't it? How, you know, the physical and the emotional are very, very connected. And I think people don't really think that much about it. You think, oh, I'm stressed. But then obviously when you're going through a divorce, quite often I know that I went on the divorce diet, not out of choice, but stopped eating because I just couldn't eat. Actually, it made yeah. me feel sick to want to eat. And you just said that it suppresses appetite. And I hadn't put those two together, I suppose, I suppose it's quite common, although some people go to eating a lot more, don't they? Absolutely. So there's a, you know, both sides of a coin, but that's the same with trauma. You know, um, um, people suppress their emotions when, when it comes to trauma. Um, and, you know, it's really important in order to release those emotions um, in order for the, the body to, to function normally, because otherwise it, it you know, can lead on to post-traumatic stress and, um, you know, all kinds of uh, even more severe mental, emotional uh, disorders. Now, I see a lot of that, actually, in my clinic, because quite often if you've gone through a toxic relationship and you're coming out the other side, that yeah. can cause trauma. Also going through the family courts, uh, was just a, a study out recently actually by Safe Lives Charity saying that actually family courts can, in some cases, re-trigger trauma or cause new trauma um, just because of the system. Don't get me started on the system. <laughs> but so coming out of that, a lot of people are traumatized. Um, mm. And if you've come out of an abusive relationship quite often, you know, you can feel like you're doing okay mentally maybe after a period of time and you've got the tools and you're you're managing and your ex and managing the the children's situation and maybe the finances are settled but a lot of that trauma still resides in the body doesn't it so absolutely think, yeah, tell us a well, bit about that when when you suppress your emotions um with your conscious mind um you essentially training your subconscious mind to accept all those negative feelings and emotions as normal you know and if that's done continuously the subconscious mind becomes confused you know and the negative life events often start to seem acceptable and normal um, and you know a healthy emotional physical state becomes abnormal um, and makes it difficult to to break out of that spiral of negative emotions you know so if you're in an abusive relationship where the suffering party um, rather than ending the relationship suppresses their emotions and convinces themselves that everything is fine you know um, even in a physically and emotionally destructive relationship it can continue for a long long period of time um, and then when the relationship finally comes to an end, the, the injured party will often feel guilty and um, reject future nurturing relationships um, and gravitating towards more equally abusive relationships. So the key to it, um, 
resolving these patterns is to retrain the subconscious mind to express the negative emotions. So very often I see in clinic after an acupuncture treatment, uh, people will um, have like an emotional outburst, um, often not knowing where that's come from. And it's, it's a suppressed emotion. You know, so it's the key is to release those emotions. It's very important to, to feel those emotions, but it's when they become um, suppressed and stagnant that it becomes a, a problem. So many people find that they've lost the ability to speak up or to express how they feel. Like you said, yeah. they take that forward with them into a new relationship or may attract the same, the same situation again, same sort of partner maybe. Um, or yeah. easily just revert back to not speaking up. So it's great yeah. to know that acupuncture can actually help you release that. So is that something that takes a while to rebalance? How many sessions would you need? Because that's if you've been in an abusive relationship for years, that pattern's you know pretty ingrained, isn't it? Well, it depends on how long they've been in that relationship. So yeah, if it's been many years, it can take several months, a month for every year you know um obviously um lifestyle issues have to be addressed and um changed you know so you have to have dietary changes as well as talking therapies i would ad um, uh, advise um but yes acupuncture can really help to to settle those emotions like i said to you and also release the the feel-good uh hormones that make them um feel good again without their partners, you know? So yeah, it can definitely uh, have a huge impact on them and the, the whole recovery process. Do you find that the emotional stress can create physical issues? Like, exactly, it, it's, yeah, both sides of the coin. Um, if you have too much of an emotional upheaval in your life, it can, what it does is it stagnates the blood and um, then the organ starts to uh, stop functioning properly. So then you'll start getting aches and pains and, you know, all kinds of manner of uh, illnesses. Yeah, especially with stress. I mean, I know most people experience stress, right? So, and some people feel it in their neck, some people in their lower back, but actually when they're going through a breakup, those things get a lot worse um, than they were before. Yeah. Yeah, they will do because they're going through an intensely emotional uh, period of their uh, their lives, aren't they? But acupuncture, along, you know, if they have acupuncture to support them through that process, they'll find that transition much easier. Well, I know because you helped me, so I know that that it works. Tell me a bit about the herbs and how how does is that something you drink or how does that work? Well, there's different ways to take them, either the raw herbs that need to be boiled up and all in granule form, which is basically just taking it like a, making a, an instant coffee. And well, the herbs, they help to restore balance to the body. So if there is, um, you know, uh, if the blood is deficient and needs a boost or you know the blood needs moving uh, often I treat a lot of the fertility cases as well and very often they need the herbs to support them because they, their bodies are so depleted and um, the herbs help to re-establish that balance again. 
So it's a powerful combination that having the two together. Do you find that most people will take acupuncture and and the herbs to complement what you're doing in the sessions? Oh, absolutely. Um, a lot of people don't want to take the herbs because they, they can be quite, you know, if there's a lot of phlegm in the body, it, you need bitter herbs. And so they can take, they can be in a quiet taste. But um, uh, I find that, uh, a lot of people who do t eventually start taking them religiously find that they get used to the taste and uh, notice a huge difference in their, you know, it can relieve pain as well as settle their emotions, you know, even after the first dose, um, which is quite fascinating. And I mean, they're all herbs that, uh, you know, are easily grown in this country as well as in China. You often see them in gardens and people don't really realize, you know, a lot of the herbs that they need are growing in their gardens. <laughs> um, but yes, it's, it's a great support alongside the acupuncture. The acupuncture helps to um, release the, um, the dopamine and serotonin and get the nervous system calmed and relaxed. And the herbs help to work internally to support the acupuncture. So that's why acupuncture and herbs work very well together. Fascinating because I think, you know, so many people are running around with their lives and, and so busy. We rarely stop to think about our actual physical body when we're suffering emotional stress. And I think that if you are going through that, so any kind of stress, um, anxiety, whether it's heartbreak or whether it is a trauma from that that situation, that yeah. these sort of things can really help you, just give you that extra support um, on top of, as you said, talking about it to somebody is, is also going to help as well. But actually looking after your body, I think, is something that maybe we overlook at times, but it's so, so important, uh, as important as supporting it with the, the, the talking about things and, and letting the emotions out that way, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree with you. So how can people find out more about you, Gloria? If they wanted to book a session or find you, where would they go? Um, well, they can, they can follow me on Facebook or Instagram at Gloria Else Acupuncture and Chinese Herbal Medicine. Or uh, they can visit my website, which is www.heavenearthman.com. Um, yes or they can phone me or email me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fabulous. So that was www.heavenearthman.com. .com, yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being a guest. You've been amazing. And there's so much useful and interesting information there. I've got one final question that I ask all my guests that come on my podcast. Yeah. So my podcast is called Heartbreak to Happiness, and I think it's really important to know what happiness is for you so that you can recognize it along the way. So what is okay. happiness for you, Gloria? Well, it's a sense of well-being uh, and joy and contentment um, and feeling satisfied and fulfilled, you know, I think um uh, when you're satisfied, I find I'm at my happiest when I'm surrounded by positive people who make me smile. And, um, you know, when I do something that I love, like my work or gardening or spending time with my family. But the underlying issue is feeling satisfied and fulfilled. 
I love that. And I know that, you know, my sessions with you have been incredible. So I highly recommend if anyone is able to get to you to check you out. Um, but thank you so much for being my guest. You've been amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. That's it for today's episode. Be sure to head on over to check Gloria out at her website, www.heavenearthman.com or follow her on social media for more information and I look forward to you joining me on our next episode that's it for today's episode of heartbreak to happiness don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to win a free ticket to one of Sarah's virtual retreats the retreats are a transformative combination of live webinars with Sarah herself, coupled with empowering online video programs designed to help you cope better with your breakup and start feeling happy again. For more details, head on over to heartbreaktohappinesspodcast.com, where you can also get a copy of Sarah's free gift. Thank you and join us again on the next episode for another dose of Heartbreak to Happiness. Heartbreak to Happiness.